And now, the time fight fans all across the globe have been waiting for. It's the Trackstar Sports MMA main card with your man, The Voice. As always, let's start things off with some headlines and hot takes. Kobe Covington was on the Five Rounds podcast with Brett Akamoto recently. And he said while he was on there that he was on a hashtag nerd bash printing up t-shirts with this on it and everything and you know who he's calling a nerd former lightweight champion RDA and Tyron Woodley I'm sorry there is nothing nerdy about Tyron Woodley he's one of the smoothest guys in the UFC now nerds lie to make themselves look better and that's what Covington did regarding the Verdum incident in Sydney he started filming and he, being Covington, started filming after it took place and said Fabricio punched him, not knowing that it was being filmed by someone else. No punches were thrown, only a boomerang. Jimmy Smith makes his color commentary debut next month at UFC 221 in Perth, Australia. What does that mean, though, for John Gooden? who's teamed up with Dan Hardy to make a great duo for the UFC's overseas events. I think that when Rogan moves on in August, that Jimmy Smith will take his spot or he'll move into a rotation with DC, Dominic Cruz, and Paul Felder when it comes to color commentary duties. Nate Diaz put out an Instagram post and MMA Twitter went crazy. Both Kevin Lee and Eddie Alvarez wasted no time calling out the Stockton fighter. Diaz said, hey, I'm sick of sitting at home. I got the itch to fight and I got to scratch it. He said he'll be back around May or June and that is welcome news for all fight fans. Brett Akamoto reported just the other day that Paul Simtex Daily asked for his release from Bellator and through a Facebook post said that he got it, though Bellator has yet to confirm it. Daly was upset because after he beat Lorenz Larkin, he said the promotion shelved him. Now, it's been stated that Bellator wants to match him up against MVP in the UK but Paige says the Simtex keeps turning the fight down now Paul Daly has been banned from the UFC so I wonder if he is released where would he land one fighting championship KSW ACB I don't know there's not a great demand for welterweights at least not the kind of paydays that he's used to outside of Bellator and the UFC. Closing things out, Arjun Buller and anyone else can now wear their religious headdress to the octagon. Buller is the first UFC fighter of Indian descent and is a Sikh by religion. He was not able to wear his headdress to the ring for his first fight 
but he will gladly do so in the next fight he has. UFC on Fox 27, Jacare versus Brunson 2, takes place Saturday, January 27, 2018 at the Spectrum Center in Charlotte, North Carolina. This is a rematch of the Strike Force days. As a matter of fact, this fight took place on the same card where Ronda Rousey became the champion. That was back in 2012. And Brunson, young and dumb, ran in chin first and hit the floor after Jacare caught him with a punch. Though he's more seasoned now, the last time Brunson got KO'd, it was in the same fashion. And it was against current middleweight champ Robert Whitaker back in November of 2016. Jacare is favored once again in this fight, though he's returning from a KO loss himself also to Robert Whitaker on tax day in 2017 in Kansas City, Missouri. Andre Touchy Feely is looking to build his first win streak since 2013 and he takes on the favorite Dennis the Menace Bermudez who's trying to stop a two-fight losing streak of his own. The undefeated Gregor Gillespie, the greatest favorite on the card, squares off against Jordan Rinaldi. The gift is full of confidence and should be as he has not tasted defeat but the battle-tested Jordan all day Ronaldo looks to stop the surging prospect in his tracks. Gillespie vs. Ronaldo is the voice's marquee matchup for the main card. The first fight on the main card is affectionately referred to as the curtain jerker. And for this card, it features Frank Camacho versus Drew Dober. The undercard for this UFC on Fox card has some notable matchups. You got Eric Cope versus Bobby King Green. Juliana Lima versus Tough 20 semifinalist Randa the Quiet Star Marcos. But the voices marquee matchup for the undercard is pitting got Alfredo Pepe versus Mersad Bektik. How will Bektik respond after tasting defeat for the first time? And not only that, being on the losing end of the Anakin Florian comeback performance of 2017 versus Darren the Damage Elkins. Speaking of the damage, he stopped Pepe's last win streak back in July 2016 as both contestants look to overcome defeats in their last fights. Bellator 193 takes place at the Pachanga Resort and Casino in Temecula, California on Friday, January 26th, live on the Paramount Network, starting at 9 Eastern, 8 Central. Lorenz the Monsoon Larkin is favored to beat Fernando Gonzalez, though Larkin is on a two-fight losing streak. For the third time in a row, Gonzalez comes in heavy, this time at a catch weight of 180 pounds when he normally fights at the welterweight limit of 170. 
Outside of a decision loss to MVP in 2016, the Menifee Maniac has been perfect in the Bellator cage, taking out the likes of Brennan Ward, Brandon Gertz, Gilbert Smith, Marius Sarumskis, and Carl Parisian. What makes this even worse for Gonzalez is that the Team Quest product should have the hometown advantage as he trains in Temecula at Dan Henderson's gym. Not only will he lose 20% of his purse, but if he were to win, he'll lose 20% of that too. Also featured on the main card, we've got Superman J.J. Ambrose and Syed the Assassin Awad. And they are even in the bookmaker's eyes. Now Jake the half black attack smith is going to take on the underdog Steve the Thunderbeast Cazola. The voices marquee matchup for Bellator 193 pits AJ Matthews and Kendall Grove. Now I got a lot of information about Grove from a good story by Stephen Morocco and John Morgan of MMA Junkie. The Tough 3 champ has been up and down over the past couple years. Like the monsoon, Grove also looks to put a stop to a two-fight losing streak in both of his last two losses. The Spider suffered tragedies just before the fight. In his headlining fight at the FedEx Forum, both his grandfather and his brother died. His lowest low, however, was in his last fight when he lost his father just before the fight. Then he lost his father before the fight. And no, I didn't repeat myself. Grove lost the container on his necklace that had his father's cremated remains in it. And he didn't notice it until it was time to walk to the cage. Now being a degenerate gambler is a family curse for the Groves. And this fight took place at the Windstar Casino. That was kind of poetic justice because when the container was retrieved, it was empty. The Cherokee Warrior looks to get back in the win column now that he's in a better state of mind. And he's got the perfect matchup in the mercenary AJ Matthews as he has not won a fight since Bellator 141 back in August of 2015. The Voices marquee matchup for the Bellator undercard has Tyrell Fortune taking on Joe Hernandez. Now Fortune is a former Penn State wrestler and is an undefeated fighter. He'll be taking on Two Guns Hernandez in his fourth challenge, all of them taking place in the Bellator cage. Now, this is my marquee matchup for the undercard because Tyrell is a prized prospect for Bellator. But it's not only because of that. It's also because his fraternal twin brother, Tyree, will be making his Bellator debut on this card. And I wonder how that's going to affect him. If his twin loses, it could put him in the wrong state of mind. And if he wins, he may be too happy and hyper and may put himself in harm's way. Last week, I said that I will be starting a new segment. A segment 
where we look beyond the athlete and peer into the humanity of the fighter. I put out a call and asked everyone to let me know, should we go with blood, sweat, and tears or heartbeat for the name of this segment? The people have spoken and blood, sweat, and tears will be coming to you right after this clip from the post-fight press conference for UFC 220. Hey, congratulations. Very impressive performance. Thank you. Yes, sir. Uh, so you had a pretty awesome uh, couple of words to say about fatherhood at Media Day. And I noticed after the fight, you had posted a really nice picture on Instagram with you and your family. Um, obviously, better to get your belt, get a win. But win or lose, can you just talk about how special it is to share these types of moments with your family? <laughs> Well, you say win or lose, but like, this was the first time that my children have ever been to a fight. You know, my son and daughter have never watched me compete. My my boy says he went when he was a baby because we didn't, you know, back in Strike Force, uh, we couldn't afford a nanny, <laughs> so we couldn't have anybody watch the kids. So we brought him, and uh, ever since we've really kind of left him home because of what happened last fight. You know, for my son who's six years old to see that would devastate him but i'm 38 years old and i'm you know it's time for them to start understanding what dad does and i brought them and they loved it and they loved every moment of it and i was able to walk right out of the octagon and grab them and see my wife selena and we get to go to the back and see my mom and my dad nothing's more precious to me than family i mean i love everything else you know i love you know championship belts and 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 everything else but Nothing's more important than family because without without them, I can't do any of this stuff. I had a, t- a team dinner last night and there were 47 people from Louisiana and, and, and all around the country to come and watch me fight every single time. 47 people. In Anaheim, we had 75 people at my Friday night dinner. People from Louisiana and all around the country. So I appreciate these people because they uplift me and they've been doing it since I was 15 years old. When I first started wrestling at the highest level, they've been uplifting me and allowing me to be who I am today. Thank you, sir. And I cried in the octagon. I cried before I went to bed. But you know what I cried the most is when I, when Sunday morning, I'm laying on the couch next, and my kids are in bed with their mom. And my boy rolls over and he taps his mom because every time he'd never go to the fights, he wanted to know if his dad won. And you know what I heard at 7.30 in the morning in Anaheim? He tapped his mom and he goes, Mom, did Dad win? And uh, she said, no, Pop. He didn't win this time. And uh, I was laying there. I could hear him. So I got my back to him and I'm crying. And uh, not long after, I feel like my boy behind me hugging me, you know. That was the hurtful thing. So for him to get to experience the other side of it is big for me. And my daughter and my family. It's all family to me. So I appreciate this. But I appreciate them being able to smile tonight instead of shedding tears. Let me start by saying salute to MMA fighting for the video clip. Often we don't think about what a fight does to the combatants family. Fathers are like superheroes. To deal with the reality that Superman met his kryptonite is hard on a child. It's the destruction of a paradigm. 
Think about the pain that it causes a father to see his child suffer. Not only is the child suffering, but they're suffering due to your inability to accomplish your goal. Now, last time, DC was concussed, confused, and cried tears of hurt and disbelief in the cage. This time, after getting the strap around his waist, he dropped to his knees in the same cage and shed tears of joy. No more tears for Junior after UFC 220. Superman came home, but not in the cape. This time, with the belt. To keep up with Trackstar Sports, like the Trackstar Sports Facebook page, follow us on Instagram and Twitter, join the discussion in the Debate Fuel Facebook group. New content gets released every single day, except for Sunday, on anchor.fm forward slash Trackstar Sports. Also, subscribe to our podcast on Apple and Google Play. Until next time, it's your man, The Voice, bringing you the Trackstar Sports MMA main card, and I'm sounding off. We'll be right back.